Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello, welcome on this beautiful spring day. It's March already. And a quick update on what's new at Tower Wisdom. I just published my March energy forecast. You can uh, subscribe to it or just get the single forecast of March, the detailed one, in-depth version on my website under energy forecasts. It also includes um, lifestyle tips, but as well as a guided meditation that allows you to really feel truly alive <laughs> and to feel your connection to this beautiful planet and to the cosmos. I'm also bringing out a blog uh, post with March alignment tips. No, not with March, sorry, <laughs> with spring alignment tips because we are in spring season. So with some um, general tips how you can um, stay healthy, how you can nurture your energetic system in spring. It also includes two exercise sets from my beautiful Do-In teacher Lilian Clover, so a link to them that I'm always doing myself as well in spring to uh, boost my liver and gallbladder energy, which are really active in spring. So I had initially recorded this episode under the stars in Turkey and <laughs> with the inspiration of the sky and the universe. But while I was uh, editing this episode today, I realized there was so much background noise that it was just taking away from the message I wanted to bring to you. So I'm listening to the episode <laughs> with all the wind and background noise and I'm re-recording it for you. So we, today we are talking about soul family and soul contracts in regards to in relationship to your biological family. So in our world, there's a lot of emphasis on your biological family, but when you uh, go on your spiritual journey and when you discover more about spirituality and everything else that there is, you will discover that um, there's these concepts of soul contract and soul family. Now, let's first talk about soul contracts. Now, you have to understand that we never incarnate alone onto uh, this planet. We always incarnate with others and um, the other people that we are meeting in this lifetime, they're really here to help our soul to grow and to help our soul to be on the mission that we had um, sort of agreed upon and or we had foreseen for this lifetime. Now, of course, there is free will when it comes to our mission in this life, but we did sort of have a plan <laughs> before we came here and we did have other people in mind that we're going to meet and that going to help us with this mission. So soul contracts, you have a soul contract with every single person you are meeting and that person 
is helping you to uh, realize something about yourself and that can be a painful learning experience or it can be a helpful learning experience and sometimes you might ask yourself why am i so triggered right now by what uh, this and this person is saying by what is happening right now and you might wonder "Mm, is this something that was conditioned in my um, early life experience you know my childhood or is this something of a belief pattern i'm having and you might come to the realization that um, why you're so triggered has not much to do with your current life and then you come onto <laughs> soul contracts because it might have to do everything with previous lives and with uh, energetic relationships you are actually having with souls with uh, energetic beings and in order for you to find out a little bit more about uh, what these people that you have in your life, what they bring to you, what kind of learnings they bring to you, what kind of growth potential they bring to you. The thing that I'm doing is to connect with um, the people in my life, the souls in my life through meditations. And I do this for multiple reasons because very often you find when you have a difficult relationship and when you had arguments and when there's pain involved and there's drama involved it is very difficult to connect uh, with the physical person over this and to kind of sort of talk it out because you have two egos involved then now it is much easier for me is to connect actually to the soul and especially to the higher self of the person because the higher self so when we incarnate the soul doesn't really fully incarnate there's always a part of us that stays up um, in the universe in our home planet and this is our higher self and this is actually when we are um, connecting to our soul we are connecting when we are connecting to the realms in the universe and we are getting guidance we are getting this guidance from this part of us of our soul from this higher self that is still full of wisdom that is still full of uh, oneness that it still has this connection with uh, divinity and with love and with oneness and with ultimate knowledge so our soul through this connection that we have through our energetic core we are connecting with the higher self of us we are um, infused (laughs) with this tremendous wisdom and when we are conscious about this when we have an open conversation an open connection to the higher self we can get so much knowledge from us and next to this we have also uh, guides like we have other energetic beings that are from the realms of the universe from the galactics guiding us now let's come back to the higher self when you really want to understand why a person is in your life and what they bring to you it is much easier to connect to the higher self because that higher self part of them has ultimate wisdom that higher self part also knows your connection with them on a soul level it knows what you have agreed upon before you came to earth so how i'm gonna connect to them 
Now what I do, I go into a meditation and I imagine I'm sitting in a room and then there's two chairs. I'm sitting on one chair <laughs> and there's another other comfy chair. And onto this chair, I invite the higher self, the soul aspect of the person I want to know more about. And then I wait patiently uh, for the energetic body to arrive. And I'm always so amazed because souls and energetic bodies are so beautiful, beautiful. And they're also so filled with love. And that's also why it's so much easier to connect to others on that level. Because the soul is still in wholeness and is connected to love. And when we actually, when we incarnate onto um, planet Earth, we are forgetting, we are getting into this veil of forgetfulness and we are forgetting our connection to the divine. And we are here to sort of experience uh, humans as physical beings, but then also to start to remember to start to come back into this um, state of oneness and into remembering that we have a soul and a higher self, etc. Now, but let's go back. So two higher selves are meeting into this room and um, there is such a space of objectivity, <laughs> exactly objectivity, because you're meeting with the higher self, the higher self is just filled with love and filled with um, compassion also towards you towards your soul. There isn't that ego, there isn't the, the problematic, the trauma, <laughs> the trauma, the trauma, not the trauma, the trauma that comes in with human relationships. So you're free of all of that, free of all of the baggage. And then you can start to have a conversation. And then I'm just asking, I'm asking, um, why are you here in my life? What can I learn from you? Um, what were our previous experiences in previous incarnations? And this starts to become, especially when you look at previous incarnations, this starts to get really interesting. Because you're going to start to realize that you have some of these soul contracts where you have an energetic relationship with someone that goes on for incarnations and incarnations and incarnations. And you are really here to actually realize that and then to heal it and sometimes to break it. And um, when you look at these energetic relationships, what you might find is that we are switching positions through lifetimes. So in one lifetime, you might be the victim. In the next lifetime, you might be the... <laughs> now I forgot again, even in my first recording of the first podcast, I forgot this word. Um, you might be the aggressor, or no, not the aggressor, but the person who is doing uh, something to the victim, the persecutor well you know what I mean <laughs> the, um, yeah the aggressor whatever but you know what I mean the person who's actually creating a victim so you are switching worlds and that is really interesting to realize or oh, you have this thing where you um, you're really depending on someone and then you realize well I have to become independent here and what I always get when I meet with the higher selves of others, I get often images and that is really beautiful because through images I can see more about the energetic relationship that I have with someone and I also have with other 
that I had so previous lives and sometimes I'm not saying not all of these soul contracts are painful experiences there's a lot of um, also soul contracts that we're having with people that are helping us on our path so as a to give you an example I have this um what a sometimes difficult relationship with my mother the soul contract it really needs quite some healing and quite some deep understanding also for me but i see within my family construct that there's been people that are being placed also within my family that are here to help me so i had this argument with my mother recently and there was another family member coming in to help me to um, get a different viewpoint and then I realized, wow, how divinely is this done by the universe that they have put people into our constructs, into our friend circles, into our family circles that will help us with the more difficult relationships. And um, the same is, for instance, true for my father, who I really know why he is here to really bring me onto my path. So and what our worlds were in the galactics and um in previous lifetimes so that's to me really that brings me a lot of knowledge and i really invite you to meet in meditations with the higher selves of these soul contracts and just ask some questions ask some questions and i've done this for a lot of my family especially my family has done it also for my children for my husband uh, friends some friends also but especially with family i find it and especially also i um done this with deceased family manor, members if you have in your we all have i think in our family some sort of dynamics where there are uh, people or um, family members who have sort of a bad image maybe they were the black sheep or they did that or that or people that have a very positive image within the family and there are certain dynamics that have been playing out for centuries and centuries. It's really beneficial to meet with these people and to ask them. I sometimes ask them simply for guidance. Like, what is your guidance to me now? And what was your... And why are these family dynamics there? Why, why are these stories? And what is your part in it? And it really also helps with forgiveness to me. Um, I've, yeah, some of the souls I've met, it helped me so much to forgive because I could understand that on a soul level, souls are just so beautiful, so light filled, so, um, full of love, of divinity love. But then when you come here as a human, you forget so much of that part of yourself and you're sometimes so trapped into um, your own your, your of the constructs that are being built like the family constructs or the uh, the constructs that you are creating for yourself or even your own soul path that um, you inflict pain on others but it's very subconsciously like that you you're not even aware of how much pain you inflict upon others and especially because we have been in this 
um, individual consciousness for so long now and in the individual consciousness so many humans didn't understand that any action they are doing has an impact on others and now our generation and the younger ones are moving more into or everybody right now on earth is moving into group consciousness and we are starting to understand more and that's why I also think from that standpoint we can start to really heal a lot of these generational um, patterns within our families and within even soul contract relationships because we can start to really forgive we can really start to forgive and recognize people were just on their own path and had very little um, understanding of sort of the, the the bigger picture <laughs> the oneness the what yeah what they were actually doing to others so that is in short <laughs> that is soul contracts the other thing is so again going back to soul contracts ask yourself if anyone you're meeting everyone everyone you're meeting what can i learn from this person why is this person in my life and what is my task here what does how does my soul wants to grow here from this interaction with the person and you need to realize that um, the triggers we are getting from interacting with others have so little to do with the other person. It has all to do with us and has to do with our own story and with these energetic relationships we have with uh, these souls. Now going on to soul family. <laughs> soul family are beautiful soul beings that are incarnating with us uh, to really bring us divine love and help us on our path here and be here for us um, in this lifetime and soul family is with us also through all kind of incarnations in the galactics is always with us and soul family relationships are not always uh, all love <laughs> There can be also a lot of pain because uh, for a soul family member, you will feel so much love, so much love. And you will feel like when you meet a soul family member, you feel like you've known them all your life. It's just, you know, sometimes you meet someone, you're like, oh my God, I know this person and I'm so connected to this person. And when uh, this ends up in a romantic relationship, this sometimes can become very painful. Because also with soul family, it doesn't mean these people are with us all through our entire lifetime here. Sometimes we just meet them for certain periods. And sometimes these interactions can be painful because we also need to learn from these interactions. But the difference is that when you then part with a soul family member um, even if that was a painful parting you kind of still feel that um, underlining love for them that underlining connection that is still there with a soul contract it's more like okay this was a very painful experience thanks for the growth opportunity done <laughs> done and dusted and uh, oh I wanted to say actually if you have very painful and this is more to, um, a case now for soul contracts again if you have very painful uh, soul contracts with people you can cut energetic cords 
And it doesn't mean that these people have to disappear out of your life. Sometimes, I mean, you say, okay, I'm done with this friend or whatever. We moved on. But it doesn't mean, especially if it's like a family member, you know, these people disappearing. But when you cut energetic cords, the relationship is changing energetically. And there's meditations out there on the internet where you can learn this, how you can cut energetic cords to people. And it is quite a useful, a quite a useful tool uh, for soul contracts, especially if they are within your immediate surrounding, within your family, and you still want to have uh, people in your life, but you kind of want to really the energetics to change of that relationship. Now, coming back to soul family and the beauty so. Soul family also communicates very easily with each other and very telepathically. And I invite you pay attention to your dreams. Because the people that show up very frequently in your dreams could indicate to be soul family members from you. And I have this beautiful story where I had a soul family member in my life and then a person went out of my life and I had such a such a hard time to let go of that person because you know the bond with a soul family member is sometimes just so um so strong and there's such a um such a deep a deep feeling of knowing knowing that person so well so I had such a hard time to let go it was my task so in this lifetime to learn to be independent and to learn to really trust myself and really come into myself and develop uh, and remember who I am and develop myself. So it was an important learning for me to let go of that soul family member. And uh, for years, I still dreamed uh, of the family member. But the moment I understood my task was to let go um, was the moment where in a dream, we said goodbye to each other and we said goodbye to each other from such a loving point knowing that simply you know I still care about you but our lives are not tied anymore together and I wish you all the best in the world and I know that you will always be well and I always have this profound underlining uh, appreciation and gratefulness for you but now our learning is complete our paths can separate and we said goodbye and since then I never ever dreamt of that person anymore and the person doesn't have any more um, importance or it, it, it doesn't have hold any more space you know I started to learn to let go of my heart and to open myself my heart up for other things and that was that was a very important learning for me and that is um, also what I invite you to be open for that soul family members are not always with us and often they're just with us through certain periods of time where they are often supporting us in this uh, period where they are helping us to come onto our own path and then we know anyway we will connect together to them again in different lifetimes. And I also did meditation. So there's also meditations that you can do where you can 
just sit and ask to meet your soul members. And I, for instance, <clears throat> I got to be shown some, but all not all of them, because there's also a certain, of course, the universe has assigned a certain path for us and <laughs> not everything has to be known in the uh, in advance and some people will come later into my life that are a soul family and I uh, yeah <laughs> um, there is still there's so many chairs on the table that I'm seeing in front of me that are not filled yet but who are where they are soul mem uh, family members of me that I will meet at a later point in this lifetime and there is when it comes to soul family and um, to your biological family there isn't the spiritual sometimes um, this idea that yeah you know soul family is all that counts because that's all so much based on unconditional love and you know biological families are so much uh, drama and all kind of things and um, that it's sort of okay to cut off uh, your biological family. Now, um, I I don't know for my for myself with my own guidance. I think it is very important for us to learn in this lifetime peace and forgiveness and. Um, Cutting off um, sometimes doesn't happen with peace and forgiveness. And I feel always, I see always a lot of my ancestors as well. And I feel ancestors do play, like biological ancestors, do play also a very big role along with soul contracts and soul family and our guides. So I, I, when I call my guides, I always see also ancestors there. So um, I feel we are not like, we are never really actually cutting ties from them. And I think it's much more upon us to learn how to deal with the biological family members and how to uh, deal with them in a peaceful manner and how to uh, embrace and be grateful for um, <laughs> for some of it and how to um, learn how to put up boundaries for other parts of it and as I said if you I mean in really toxic relationships this is up on you to make the calls the shots for you know cutting ties with someone but then again also really toxic relationships you have to heal for yourself and you have to work on forgiveness so in the end energetic ties you know are still there and it's about us to transform energetic relationships and also within your family as i said you can transform energetic relationships especially if you understand the ties you have um, and the patterns the sort of place that you're the role plays that you're playing out here and family can also be very supporting it doesn't all have to be drama <laughs> there's a lot of learning certainly with family members but it can also be very nurturing and supporting and uh, it can also show you a lot about your own mission here so i um i just invite you that you know to not just think oh soul is everything no you are born 
into a physical body and into a biological family and your path here on this planet is to integrate those two your spiritual self your soul self with that physical self and that means that biological family is important as well as soul family and soul contracts and you need to find there a balance for you with as i said good boundaries <laughs> good awareness good understanding but as well as some appreciation um, for the good parts of it so <laughs> i think that is but nothing back of the night sky <laughs> and taking the inspiration i had i think that is what i wanted to share with you today about these beautiful constructs and i wish you a lot of fun in discovering uh, your energetic ties with people and what comes from there your soul your um, your soul growth um, your way in all of that and as well as with anything also with information you get from the spiritual community use your discernment use your heart like really follow your heart i mean your soul your own guidance you're getting from your higher self and from your um spiritual guides is the one that has the most value <laughs> to you that's the most truth for yourself so always uh, with all how you handle relationships follow your heart and it knows what is best for you so have a lovely week and see you again bye if you would like to learn more sign up to my facebook or instagram account and check out my services on TaoWisdom.info.